0: Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Dapper Dividends. This is episode number 76 of the podcast and 43 of the YouTube channel. Thank you for stopping by. Seriously, right now you could be watching or listening to anybody in the world and you are hearing my the dulcet tones of my voice. You are listening to me. I'm humbled by that and I thank you so very much for the opportunity to be able to speak to you for just a little bit about dividend investing, and buying passive income, right? That's the whole name of the game is buying income. When you're buying income, when companies are paying you passively, you're buying time. That's less time that you have to trade of yours for money to come in to pay bills, go on trips, do whatever it is you love to do while we are here on this spinning blue ball. And the bridge account, which is the main focus of this channel, what I'm building is to bridge that gap between when I can start withdrawing money from my IRA. Here in the United States, it's currently 59 and a half years old. If I have work become optional when I'm 50 years old, then we're bridging that gap for the nine and a half years until I can start withdrawing money penalty free from the IRA. And then I have a self-directed IRA that I set up just to, I feel I can do a good job and grow that more. I'm Rolled that money from the IRA into the self-directed IRA, which I also have with Charles Schwab. But before we get to that, I want to tell you, I woke up this morning and I was thinking about, I had Fiddy and Fyodor on my mind, 50 Cent and Fyodor Dostoevsky. Very important lesson that they both have to teach us. 50 Cent in the year 2000, he was the target of an assassination attempt. He was shot nine times. He was shot in the cheek, and he thought he was going to die. He thought that was it. This is how it's going down. Lights out. He thought that was it, but nope. He hung on. They saved him. His mates brought him to the hospital, and he was taken care of. He recovered. He actually has, I believe, part of a bullet still lodged in his cheek, and it's given him a speech impediment. He used that weakness or that vulnerability to be a strength of his Because your uniqueness, whatever it is that makes you unique, that's your secret sauce. Don't hide it. Put it on display. That's what's going to separate you from everybody else. And 50 Cent did that. Now, Columbia Records dropped him because they didn't want the bad press. They didn't like that. So he wasn't deterred or dismayed. He took advice from Hannibal and said, "If I can't find a way, I'll make a way." And he made his way. He was pushed out of the record industry, and he made his way back. He started bootlegging his own underground tapes. Caught the ear of Fifth of uh, Eminem, and Eminem got in touch with Fifty Cent, and he signed him to his label. And he ended up sign, uh, starting G Unit Records, I believe. And he he did something amazing. Fyodor Dostoevsky in 1849 was accused of anti-government and Orthodox Church sentiment. He was sentenced to uh, die by firing squad. He was uh, sentenced to be executed. And that day he was gonna be executed, sure enough. He said that was the most psychologically torturous moment when he was counting down the days, the hours, in even the minutes, his last five minutes, how he was spending on this planet, or he thought before his soul was separated from his body for him. And one thing he noticed was the light glittering off of a church steeple, how beautiful it was. And it just burned in his memory that that was going to be the last thing he saw. And it turned out at the last minute, there was a stay of execution. Uh, Ryder came in with a message from the czar. Abstaining the execution, and he was never going to be executed. It was a show execution, it was a mock execution meant to instill uh, fear and terror that maybe the next time it won't be a mock, and, and you better, you know, stay in line. So, what this taught both of them, they both thought 50 Cent and Fyodor Dostoevsky thought they were going to experience certain death, and that fear. Dissipated when they thought that was it. They came out the other side and they lost that fear of death. Fifty Cent just hitting it hard, becoming famous. Fyodor Dostoevsky wrote uh, *Crime and Punishment*, *The Brothers* Karman- *Karmazov*, and many other uh, works of of literis- liter- <laughs> many other works of of literate fiction. <clears throat> I can't get that out. And that's my vulnerability. I stumbled over a word, but we're leaving it on display because I'm practicing what I preach. That's what I do around here. And that teaches me that most people are gonna be mediocre in life. Most people think they have all the time in the world that they'll be great later or they'll start to be great at another time. You don't start, you don't wait to start. You start now, do something different. If you want something different, you have to do something different. I had information, I have things I wanted to say and things I wanted to to change and I did. I started investing for passive income which we're gonna talk about here in just a moment. And I started this YouTube channel and podcast because why not? It's never the right time to start. The best time to start something was yesterday, the next best time is today. Don't delay, start today. Let's get this going right now. And one thing we got going, my wife and I, and it's rubbed off a little bit on my daughters, is check this picture out. These are things that we have gone through. We are minimizing things we own. Now, I watched a YouTube video done by a real cool guy, Daniel Madden. His channel is in, the link is in the description below Please check out his channel. He is an up-and-coming YouTuber, just like all of us. He's got some really good stuff. He's really creative, and I think you'll like his channel. I sure do. Show him some love. Help him out. Give him a few extra subscriptions he's not going to be expecting. And he did a video because he watched a Netflix documentary called The Minimalists, Less Is Now. My wife and I watched it based on his recommendation, and it really was good. A lot of things were eye-opening about the stuff we accumulate and cling on to. And these things we hold, we think is giving, are giving us meaning, but they're not. They served a purpose. They had a time and a place. And once they have served that purpose, it's time for them to move on. Like I've said, uh, sometimes friends are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Same things with the things, same thing goes for the things we buy. Some of these things are going to be in our life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And we have been finding a lot of things that no longer have that purpose or that meaning for us. We're moving on from them, we're donating them to Goodwill, we are putting other things on sale online. And we're using that money that we're going to be getting to buy more dividend growth stocks. We're buying more time. This is really powerful. We're taking things that we're cluttering up our house. We're giving ourselves more space. If you think you need a bigger house, chances are you just need to get rid of some stuff and you'll have more space. You'll feel like you have a bigger house. We are buying passive income. We're buying that sweet, sweet time because time is the most precious resource we know. You can never make more of it, but you can spend it foolishly. And you can also buy other people's time, which is the whole thing that we're doing with dividend growth stocks. We're buying time. We're buying something we can't make more of. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. So do what you have to do like the great Warren Buffett says, I have it hanging. I see it every day. If you don't learn to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. Man, that is just, ah, that's it. I love it. So moving on, check out Daniel Madden's channel and see if you can minimize some stuff, if you can start to free up some clutter in your life. So what did I buy with some of that sweet, sweet money we're making? I bought... A share... No, actually, first, I'm going to tell you the dividends I received. Let's start there. I received uh, $94.60, as you can see on the screen, from Altria, ticker symbol M-O. Altria Tobacco Company. Most everybody knows them. They are a dividend darling. We all love them here in the dividend growth community. And some people don't like them because they're a sin stock. I won't get into it, but they are not engaged in anything illegal and if consenting adults wish to partake of tobacco, then I don't see a reason why we shouldn't be able to share in some of those profits. I received $4 from Leggett & Platt, ticker symbol L-E-G. Leggett & Platt, think bed springs, think upholstery, things of that nature. They have been around for a long time and they are a super solid dividend growth company. They are another dividend darling. I was re- total $98.60. I received from those two this week, almost hit 100 bucks, thanks in large part to Altria, of course. So, what did I buy? I bought first up my weekly share of Pepsi ticker symbol PEP at $141.50, which was a two. 0.89% starting yield, almost at 3%. I love it. Prices come down a bit. I tweeted out that meme that a dividend growth investor, when the market is up and to the right, sad face, when the market is red and going down, we're happy because we're getting these great companies on sale. Like when the market crashed in March and in the following subsequent months, as it started slowly creeping up, I was getting Starbucks around 55 to $60 a share. McDonald's, around 150, 160 a share, Johnson & Johnson in the 118, 19 level, fantastic, 3M around 125, 130. This is when you have to buy and go heavy, when the market dips, you don't sell, I don't sell, because as I say, I am buying for the passive income stream that these companies generate, so I'm not as concerned with the stock price, and as long as they're able to that my thesis hasn't changed. They're able to pay that growing dividend. I'm not as worried about the stock price at all because I'm buying and holding them forever. I'm not trading stocks. Pepsi, I want to touch a few points on Pepsi. Uh, Simply Wall Street has them currently at $157.47 uh, as a target, which is about 10.3% undervalued from current price. The dividend payout ratio, they show 78% of earnings. But I like to calculate using free cash flow. If you go to Yahoo Finance and go to the cash flow statement, you can find the line item for dividends paid from the trailing 12 months, the TTM, and then the line item for free cash flow. When you divide the dividends paid into the free cash flow, multiply it by 100, that will give you the payout ratio of the dividend from the free cash flow. Now, while Simply Wall Street does show 78% of earnings, My trailing 12 months calculation is 97.7%, which is really high and it feels somewhat concerning, but the pandemic really has thrown a monkey wrench into these companies. So they are paying out the bulk of their free cash flow, what's left over um, to pay the dividend. And it'll come down. I looked at uh, Coca-Cola, they were right in line with that. So they're, they're both up there. And they both took a hit as most companies did. But I love them. And the one thing I want to show you here that not enough people, in my opinion, talk about is the interest coverage ratio. So the interest coverage ratio you arrive at by dividing the operating income by the interest. In the case of Pepsi, you get 7.82. So another way to say it is that they have $7.82 dollars of available operating income for every $1 of interest expense. So they can pretty well pay that. Now, I like to see a company at at least five. That's kind of my benchmark. And I get that from um, (laughs) the intelligent investor, Benjamin Graham, green fart. And, And he said five as well, because it's a little bit more of a cushion. A lot of people like to say a minimum of two. Well, if interest rates rise and the company has some headwinds and they start taking a hit to their operating income, you want a nice little bit of a cushion to be able to pay the interest on the debt. Uh, Now, not all debt is created equal. So that's why a lot of times people will talk about debt and blow it out of proportion. It depends what the debt is being used for. If you're using debt to invest in assets that will bring you revenue in excess of what your debt is, and especially many multiples of the interest on the debt, you know, that's fine. That That is healthy debt that is being used properly. The interest coverage ratio really does give me that warm, fuzzy feeling, as you'll see with the next company I bought which is Lockheed Martin, ticker symbol LMT, one share at $347.49. That's a 2.99% starting yield. And that added $10.40 of dividend income, a whopping $10.40. Now, simply Wall Street does have a $487.07 target, which may seem high, and that would make them 20, 28.7% uh, 28.7% undervalued by simply Wall Street's estimation. Now, if you're thinking that's really high, it probably is. but what they try to do is they're using a dividend discount model where they take a percentage gain and apply it to the future and then they discount the <laughs> discount, I went southern there for a second, and then they discount that back to today and try to arrive at the target price. And theirs is currently 487 almost $500. So we'll see about that if they get there, which take that with a grain of salt, because it's just an estimate. Nobody knows what's going to happen. People guesstimate, they're projecting, and analysts aren't psychic, as less. some like to think they are. Don't take that for a hard and fast rule. The payout ratio for Lockheed Martin, their earnings, they show, is currently 41%, which is really healthy. You usually want to see under 70% to get that warm, fuzzy feeling. Now, when I do the free cash flow payout ratio for the trailing 12 months, it's 43.9%. That is very solid, very warm, fuzzy feeling. They can keep growing that giant dividend for quite some time to come and it's not even giant, nominally, I guess um, in dollar amount it, it looks big compared to some others, which does play into the the share price. So the interest coverage ratio, as I said we would see14 dollars and eight cents. they can easily cover the interest on their debt. no problems there whatsoever, not as high as Johnson and Johnson, which is astronomical. That is super solid, $14.08. No worries there. The reason you want to make sure you can cover the interest on the debt is if you can't cover the interest on the debt, that money's got to come from somewhere. And that is a telltale sign of a very unhealthy or faltering company. So always look out at that. I don't know why it's not talked enough about, but I I love looking at the interest coverage ratio. So Lockheed Martin solid. Those two shares right there gave me an extra $14.49 of dividend income per year. Not bad. Um, I did buy a Coca-Cola covered call, which I did a video here. If you want to check that out, I did a little bit of charting for you. And that expires on the 22nd coming up here. I bought that for 14 cents times 100 shares, that's $14. I bought two of them actually for $28 total. Now I already broke my rule. If you follow me and you know me, I tend to do this why I'm not a good trader because I keep thinking it's gonna bounce back up. So I said, if it hits $7 or 0.07, seven cents uh, per share per contract, then I was going to get out. Well, it went to six, so I broke a few rules here. I kind of guess I wanted to show this, and hopefully, it would go up. Uh, one of the rules I broke was on the chart was that Coca-Cola closed on Thursday uh, below um, forty-eight dollars and fifty cents, which was support. Or was it forty-nine fifty? I don't remember. It was either forty-eight or forty-nine. I should have wrote it down. Either way, they closed below support and below structural support, violating one of the rules. And I really shouldn't have, um, I should have been prepared to to get out, which I didn't. So we'll see what happens with that. It's only a few bucks. It's nothing crazy, but I I have a feeling Coke's gonna come up and you can check out that video I did a few days ago. So the current bridge income now brings us to $1,810. So $1,810 a year. $150 a month, $34.81 a week, $4.96 a day, almost five bucks and 20 cents an hour. My first two big goals there are $5 a day and 25 cents an hour. We're almost at those numbers. I love it. So let's move on to the self-directed IRA. Not a whole lot going on. I received dividends again from Altria, uh, $86.00. Federal Realty Trust, $5.30. Now, FRT, FRT is a REIT, and I do hold REITs in my IRA because their dividends are not qualified. So you're going to pay your ordinary income rate on those dividends, and it just makes more sense if you have the option to hold your REITs inside of a tax-advantaged account. I would recommend doing that just because you're going to save money year over year not having to pay the Ordinary income rate where we know on qualified dividends, some of them, depending on your income, uh, like Lockheed Martin or Johnson & Johnson, uh, qualified dividends, some of them are as low as 0% depending on your, uh, on your long-term capital gain. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what you are, whatever you're at. Uh, $5.30 from Federal Realty Trust, uh, $2.44 from MGM Growth Properties. Loving that, I'm gonna add more of those shares. Uh, When this starts to blow over, eventually Vegas is going to come back. I did a whole video on MGM Growth Properties, uh, investing in Vegas, check that one out here. That one was a a rather lengthy one when I got back from Vegas. And then I got $11.24 from Realty Income, which is the monthly dividend income company. $11.24 I got this month. That will compound much faster than having to wait once a quarter. They pay that every single month. You're growing faster. So I received $105.47 just this week in the, in the self-directed IRA account. I bought four shares of Realty Income, <clears throat> and I did do a video a few days ago. Check that out here. Where is it here? I don't know. Whichever one of these it pops up at. And I bought four shares at $57.49, 4.89% starting yield, almost 5% starting yield on that, which is incredible. And that added $11.24 per year of annual added income. And I look at my number there. That is pretty crazy how that lined up. And that's making me second guess. Were they both 1124? It's the numbers. So... Let's look at Simply Wall Street, hundred three dollar twenty one cent target on realty income, making them forty three point two percent undervalued. Hey, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. They're using a dividend discount model, and I should talk about that one day. Now they do list out the formula, how they um, how they arrive at that number, and we'll we'll get in on that. That's that's something. Put it on the ledger. We'll talk about it. Let me know what you think. Expertise comes from the community. What do you have to say? Share it. I want to hear it. I want to talk about it. Whatever it is, what do you think of these companies? What do you think of whatever I'm talking about? Let me know. I would love to hear it. I'm obviously invested and long in all the companies I mentioned on the video today. And follow me on Twitter. I'm usually on Twitter tweeting out quite a bit. Uh, Instagram, follow me there as well uh, at ram 78 or you can just look up Dapper Dividends on Instagram. And please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Gently tap the like button. We don't want anybody to smash and break things. And the disclaimer, I am not a licensed financial advisor, and this is definitely not financial advice. I am just a passionate dividend growth investor, who is a welder by day and a dividend growth investor all day long and all night long investing for passive income, helping to achieve your financial freedom as well as mine, sharing some ideas here. I will talk to you in the next video tomorrow.